Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Maddie. And this is the Content Creatives Podcast. Our mission is to empower creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. Today, we're going to be sharing a few ways to budget as a content creator, whether it's your goal to take your side hustle full-time one day or to keep it a lucrative side hustle, this podcast episode is for you. But before we dive into today's episode, let's do our question of the day. And the question of the day is, what's your favorite room in the house? Ooh, (laughs) well, hopefully I'll have announced this by the time this episode comes out uh, about my house. I think I just need to announce it this week. You should announce it. I need to announce it. Sorry, (laughs) y'all. But I would say mine is for sure my office. Mm -hmm. Like I went from a closet, like Harry Potter type situation (laughs) to I have a full blown office now. Like I'm like, it's so pretty. And there's so much space. Like do yoga in the middle. I'm literally getting an under the desk treadmill. I love it. So that I can like pull it out and just walk when I'm (laughs) like, you know what? Like my mind is racing. I'm just going to go on a quick walk indoors because I'm too lazy to go outside (laughs) and I can just stay in here in my sweatpants and go on a walk. There's so much space in here. I freaking love it. So this is my, this is, I think this is like my favorite, just like but like happiness wise, like mm-hmm. I love looking at my living room because yeah. I have space and like it's the size of my old apartment <laughs> and it's just it's so like perfectly decorated for Christmas right now. Yes. So I think that that what that one brings me joy. Mm-hmm. This one also brings me joy. Yeah. I don't know. Between the two. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for me, so my office, like we've built my desk, we have like a air mattress in there and it's coming together. I actually did sign up for Havenly. That is yes. So my interior designer is going to become available, I think in maybe a few weeks. And so I, even though it's like set up, I'm still not working in there. So I would say my favorite room in the house is actually the dining room just mm. because it's still my office. Um, and it's right next to the kitchen. So I'm throughout the day, literally just going back and just forth. headed in there, <laughs> <laughs> snacking, getting water, drinking, yeah, whatever. I don't even know anyway. So I'm just like going back and forth. So I would say the dining room, which is still my office, but I also really like our den area. Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, you know, the TV's there. Yeah. We have a good time currently watching 90 day fiance i don't know i saw that you started watching that and sam (laughs) ran into the room i'm not joking he (laughs) ran into the room he's like matt did you see that emma's watching 90 day fiance now he's like i wonder if she likes it because i hate it (laughs) it's like oh my god because i've told you i've made him watch every single episode and he hates it he's just i mean there's a lot of like stereotypes about like immigrants and stuff in there and he gets really mad because like he as like and he's like i'm not here for a green card my parents brought me here he was like i'm so annoyed so yeah (laughs) but i saw he started watching it it's such a great show to just binge it is and um Again, like during this extended period of time at home, I mean, Brandon and I have gone through the office, Parks and Rec, um, the community. We've just like watched so many shows. Yeah. We like finished um, Great British Baking Challenge, like the newest season. And Brandon and I were like, wow, we really don't have like any more shows. And then it was actually Brandon. He's like, I just keep seeing these memes about Big Ed. And I <laughs> Big know, Ed! And he's like, I want to know what's going on. So we started watching 90 Day Fiancé's. So the den is a close second to my favorite room in the house. I love it. If you want something new to start watching, start watching The Flash. I know it sounds dumb, but I love The Flash. (laughs) I like 
I love the guy who plays Barry Allen. I forget what his name is. Grant, I think. Grant. He's so cute. And he's so, he like, I don't know. He's just, oh, he's so kind. He's just <laughs> a little flash, just saving the world. He just looks like this cute, like, he's just, like, he just lo- seems so, like, cute and just, like, wholesome. But then you, like, look him up and, like, he has tattoos and he's all, like, it's weird. But it's, like, really, I love that show. Okay, I'll have to check it out. Do it. All right, so let's go ahead and get started with today's podcast episode. So how you decide to budget as a content creator or blogger depends on your ultimate goals. So, you know, if you love blogging as a hobby, then you might not care about how much money you want to make. And if you eventually want to turn your blog into a business, then you're probably going to be interested in making a profit from your blog. So our budget tip number one is to define your blogging financial goals. So do you have a monthly or annual goal that you'd like to make from blogging? Even if you just started creating content on Instagram or other social media channels, we definitely recommend setting a high level timeline for yourself and creating financial goals. Where do you want to be financially in three months, six months, one year, five years? Emma's really great at doing this because like I even sometimes I'm just like, oh, you know, whatever. And like I, you have to think critically about it. Like I finally this year set up a separate bank account for blogging, which I also highly recommend doing that too. Cause it's a great way to like, not only track your expenses, but mm-hmm. also just like, look at how much you're bringing in because if you just have it put into your normal account it all just kind of blends together like you just like it all blends together so it's really hard to differentiate but like when I look in my blogging account and there's like a few thousand dollars in there I'm like that's so cool Mm -hmm. rather Mm -hmm. than I'm like okay now I'm just gonna put this into like whatever you know like you can allocate finances however you need to but just having it initially go into a separate account is really helpful yeah and I was gonna say I think like one thing I get with newer influencers newer content creators is like, how do I even start, you know, creating a financial goal? And so I always share the story and give the example where in 2017, I just made it my financial goal to cover my photography costs by my sponsored and paid brand collaborations. And so I, for a long time, like again, started my blog in 2014 and I wasn't super consistent, but I was paying for photography and I wasn't making any money. So I was operating at a loss. And so all that year, all I said was, I want to cover the cost of photography and eventually compensate myself for the time it took to write, you know, to write, edit and submit, you know, blog and social media content. And so that was it. I literally was at a point where I was like, I would be happy if I just made $200 a month because I want to cover the cost of photography. Um, But yeah, so this is hopefully I've announced it and I've released it by them, but I'm really passionate, like Maddie said, about like setting annual goals, especially financial ones. So coming soon, you will see a mini course on how to set goals for 2021 for your branding business. It's going to be so good, you guys. I've already (laughs) seen it. You need to do it. Uh, Yes. It looks so good. Well, and it's so like, it's so important too, because you do need to like set like you're so great at like goal setting, especially and like, that's like, you have come so far, like, because you know how to plan and like, you have amazing content and you plan how that's going to work out and you set your goals. And like you've said, Mm -hmm. like you've provided statistics about why, yeah, like setting goals helps you meet those goals. Yeah. And I think like, especially if you're coming out of 2020 and again, this year's been challenging, right? Totally get it, girl. I got laid off. I get it. Okay. So, but like even coming out of 2020, if you realize there are parts of your business or your Instagram or your blog, whatever it may be, where you're not 
happy and especially you're not happy financially, I would really recommend you take the time to like, think about, well, what were your financial goals for 2020? Mm -hmm. And if you are feeling frustrated, sometimes that source of frustration is because you haven't taken the time to define what those goals are going to be. So that's why we say that's like the first step. Like, how much money do you even want to make? You know, I know that's like kind of a crazy question. Because even if you set like, and you're like, I, like you said, you started kind of like the minimum. You're like, I just want to cover my expenses. If I'm able to make $200 a month to be able to cover my photography expenses, I'm going to feel great. Mm -hmm. Then you meet that $200 goal and you just feel so accomplished. Whereas if you don't really necessarily have that goal in mind, then for me, when I haven't had goals set, it's so easy to just let it like slide under the rug. And like, you don't get as much joy from it, if that makes sense. You don't get that sense of accomplishment. Mm -hmm. Which I think is so important as a content creator is like, especially like, you know, a lot of the times like we see numbers, followers, likes, comments, like a lot of people are like, oh, this should be like your measurement of success. But at the same time, it's like, well, you really needs to be what your measurement of success is. Right. And so, all right. Tip number two, I think is going to help you if you don't know where to start with budgeting is to identify your monthly expenses Mm -hmm. because like any business blogging content creation can quickly become expensive if you don't know how much money you're putting into it and you're not getting any returns I would list out your expenses and identify what your fixed costs are which is so fixed costs is what you have to pay no matter what so think about like rent you know health insurance. Those are like fixed costs that you have to pay to yeah, like, like no matter human to live. <laughs> to live yeah. <laughs> um, and then also identify like what your variable costs are. So expenses that are actually dependent and may not actually need to be spent. And so for me personally, some of my monthly blogging expenses include right photography, right? Hiring my, you know, my photographer Holly to, to shoot my content. Um, also an annual fee to self-host my website, right? That mm-hmm. is an automatic charge that comes to my credit card because I want to continue to self-host. I forget about it every year, honestly. And then I'm like, but at the same time, I'm like, I just have to pay this. Yeah, like, no matter what. I'm not going to. Or you won't have a website, website. Like, I literally need a website. Yeah. Um, another fixed cost, um, if you use um, like Google's business version. So if you ever email me, it's Emma's edition at Emma's edition.com. I pay a monthly fee for that. I also pay an annual fee. I actually just upgraded because I was getting like, I was like, why am I just relying on the free 30 gigs on Google hard drive? I finally was like, you know what? I'm just going to buy the full year. It's like $20 for like 150 gigs. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. I was like, that is why was I stressed? Like, <laughs> I know I had to do that for both of my because I have a I have a junk email, but like it's junk and it's important information. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't want to lose any of that. So mm-hmm. I had to pay for that. And I had to pay for the mm-hmm. for the mad cray one. Yeah. too. So I get that. And then variable costs. Um, I always give the example of like clothes and shoes. So I've always been a shopper, but I try to like budget that a month and having rent the runway actually saves me a lot of money when I'm just renting love rent the runway yeah, clothing but that's a variable cost right like one way I could lower that variable cost is if I thrifted if I continue to rent versus going out each month and like buying new items so uh, my piece of advice for this is like do an exercise sit down write down your monthly blogging or content creation expenses, take 30 minutes out of your day. And even if you're blogging as a hobby, you should still be aware of the costs that you incur because Mm -hmm. chances are 
you're spending at least something. Yeah. Because if you like if you go out and you see a sweater and you're like, oh, this would look really cute in a photo shoot and you're planning on using it for photos, that is part of your like, even though it might just feel like, oh, no, I'm just buying clothes for myself because I will wear it other times. You might not have bought that if mm-hmm. it weren't for the photo shoot that you had in mind or like even props like if you're like uh I want to get like a cute mug so that I can take pictures with it like small things like that even your camera when you're buying it like oh my gosh I, it's such a huge expense and I can see like for that one like what I wish I would have done is taken the expense of when I bought my camera and divided it over 12 months so yeah. that I could just think of that as a monthly cost because I had to pay myself back for that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so thinking of that as like something that you divide out like that is super important And then for me, like when I opened my Etsy shop, I had like a ton of expenses. (laughs) Like it was so expensive. Like I not, I was not expecting it. And I think like when you start a small business, especially an Etsy shop, if you ever do that, you'll kind of see where like, there's so many things that you just don't think about. I spent hundreds of dollars on business cards on like the little like flyers that go in, everyone gives away freebies. And like, I just couldn't do that to start because I was like, if I start putting freebies in here, I will not be able to afford this business. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't like, I think, I think a lot of people that include like freebies either just aren't charging enough or like, like there's a, I just, I think. I just don't think people are taking the time to fully outline the cost, right? Cause we've had this conversation, the cost of buying materials is a cost. It's, it's yeah. (laughs) So like, you have to think like the cost of acquiring the resin, the cost of the molds, the cost of flowers, the cost of your time. So those are like all factors that I think people miss. And also, I I also want to give the example, right? Like if you're a small business and you're renting out a booth at a farmer's market every Mm -hmm. week, even if farmer's market season is only in the summertime for three, four months out of the year, that's a cost that you're incurring on a weekly yeah. basis. Even if it's $50, like I actually don't know how much it is to rent a booth at a farmer's market. Yeah, I, I have no idea. But we like, should rent one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we do. <laughs> but that's, um, what's it called? That's how much it, you know, that's like one thing you have to keep in mind. And then budget tip number four is if your blog goal is to make a profit from your blog, make sure that your income is greater than your expenses. After your expenses are covered, you should still be taking home a portion of that money. For example, if a brand wants to pay you $500 for an Instagram post, you spend $100 on hiring a photographer, you spend $50 on props, and then $500 minus that $150 means that you're taking home $350 after you take out your expenses. And we know that a lot of content creators out there are just starting off and accepting gifted campaigns. And we definitely recommend getting some practice with working with brands. But if you have an engaged audience and you've already got some working experience, we recommend to start to charge brands to create social content because props are not cheap. Like we've even gone to the dollar store to like get stuff. And even then, like Mm -hmm. the cost really adds up, like to create the dynamic content that you want to create, like to even like gas expenses. Like if you're driving somewhere to like a cool location, if you're getting a hotel room so that you can get a cool shot. Like I think a lot of people just don't don't think of these things as business expenses. I didn't for a really long time. Mm -hmm. I was just like, oh no, like I just spent like my own personal money on these things because I had a cool concept and I wanted to bring it to life. And I never thought of it as a business business expense. expense. And that was a huge, like, I didn't make a lot of money for a really long time, even though I was getting paid because Mm -hmm. of that. Yeah. And I think it's really, and I know this is like business school 101, right? Like revenue minus expenses equals like the money that you get to take home. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so I, I, we just want to bring it up though, because again, like a lot of people just assume, oh my gosh, I'm getting paid a thousand dollars from this brand collaboration. But like, 
what you're, what you have to also think about is like, again, if you hire a photographer, if you pay for parking in the city, if you need to go out and buy the product, you know, ahead of the time or whatever that may be. And so it's not just whatever the brand is paying you. That's not straight up. Yeah. I mean, you also have to pay taxes right during tax season. So, um, yeah, that's why I wanted to bring it up. Make sure the money you're taking home is greater than your expenses. Very tax, the tax point is also a really good one. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. I don't think people realize that until tax season. I know. And then they're like, Oh, I actually am having to pay taxes this year instead of getting like a tax refund. Like, mm-hmm. cause you, like if you make enough money, it'll like, so you I think that's just important to look at. Yeah, definitely. And our budget tip number five is to identify how much you want to save and reinvest back into your blog or your business. So if you're further along in the blogging content creation journey and you're making money from your blog, your Instagram, your YouTube, you should definitely take 30 minutes, maybe one hour to sit down and identify how much of your profits you want to save or reinvest back into your business. So for example, in 2019, I made it a goal to buy a new laptop for my blog. Um, You know, I'm writing blog posts at least once a week and Mm -hmm. a podcast outline once a week, answering emails every day. I need a laptop that can keep up. And my old laptop was four years old and could barely handle the amount of photos and my laptop right now. (laughs) Oh my God, it's struggling. Um, So I made it a goal to at least save $2,000 of what I made last year and buy a new laptop. I also bought a new camera, just like my simple, yeah, my little Canon M50 that I absolutely love. So, I mean, but again, like last year I was like, what do I need to do? What do I need to reinvest back into my business? And for me, it was literally tools, right? Laptops, computers. And then for us this year, it was microphones, like podcast podcast stuff. Oh yeah. So it's like things you have to think about. So other ways to reinvest back into your blog, your brand, or your business, um, moving to a self-hosted website, like a WordPress site, um, purchasing a nicer camera or camera lenses, booking a conference, even though right now that might be virtual <laughs> yeah. for, to, to find brands. Oh, yeah, we did do a conference. Oh, we did do a conference oh, this year, right before TBT. everything shut down. <laughs> um, invest in education educational courses like copywriting, SEO optimization, or social media to help build your skill sets. Or Emma's courses. Oh my gosh. (laughs) If you need it. Yes, do it. So yeah, those are just a few ways to think about how you can reinvest back into your business. Sometimes it's about outsourcing, right? Like you Mm -hmm. might want to, and I've talked about this before, tax season. I literally hire my aunt because she's a certified tax professional. Like that's like, one way I kind of reinvest back into it. Like I outsource the whole process. Um, but yeah, I don't know if there's any other ways that come to mind, but those are just a few. Yeah. And all right, you guys, before we wrap up this week's episode, we want to leave you with one bonus tip. And that bonus tip is that another way to budget and save money as a content creator is to track your expenses and income with automated softwares like QuickBooks. I have loved using QuickBooks because there's a QuickBooks self-employed app that you can like it. I think it's like $10 a month or something like that. It's not that expensive. And you can literally just on your phone, you can link it to your bank account so that it starts tracking things. Or if you just want to, like when you're out and about, you can take pictures of your receipts, like just make sure to get a receipt of things that you buy. Or if you're buying it on Amazon or something like that, you just take a screenshot of the receipt and upload it into the app. It's super easy and it's a really nice way to track your expenses so that you're seeing what you're spending. And I honestly was really shocked about how much I spend on it. And then I wasn't that shocked because I was like, okay, 
I'm making like a lot. And then it, when I look in my bank account, I'm like, huh, I feel like I've made more this year. And that's because of how much I spend on, <laughs> on cause I just like, like cool props and like bringing things mm-hmm. to life. And you know what? It's fine. Cause that's what brings me joy out of content creation. But like tracking that has been able to help me see that and make me think, okay, maybe I need to budget a little bit better. And I think like, right at the end of the day, when we talk about setting financial goals, tracking your expenses, all of this is to help you understand how to better run your business. Mm -hmm. This is not to like shame anyone about like how much money they've spent or make anyone feel bad for like the amount of money they haven't brought in. It's literally like you have to be honest with yourself about where you're at financially. And again, it all depends on your goals. If your goal is to take this full time one day, setting good habits today, tomorrow, next week, next month about tracking your income, tracking your expenses is going to set you up for the future. Exactly. Like that, when I started tracking everything, I wasn't happy to realize (laughs) that like a lot of the money that I was making from blogging was going right back into it. Like I was not happy to realize how much I ended up spending on all those things, but then it helped me realize, like be more conscious of my spending. Mm -hmm. And like, if it like, if it like brings you joy in the content creation process to buy those props, like don't ever feel bad about it. It just made me rethink it. Like that's when I started doing rent the runway because originally I was like, what? 150 bucks a month for like, like I don't need to spend like that much a month in clothes. And then I was like, wait, I spend more if I don't do that. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. And so it's helped me save so much money. I just think that like thinking critically about those things and then still like finding ways to bring your visions to life without like, I think it's just important to understand, just like Emma said. Yeah. And again, right. If the goal is to build a sustainable long-term business one day, bringing in more money than you're spending is how you produce a profit. Exactly. That's just the basics of it. But all right. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this week's podcast episode. If we haven't connected already, please connect with us on Instagram at the content creators podcast, our personal Instagrams at Emma's edition and at Mad Craig. Let us know what you thought of this week's episode and let us know what you guys want us to dive into next. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye.